Lord Jesus, we look forward to that day when we're in your presence where people from every tribe, nation, people, language will be gathered around your throne worshiping you. Lord, we thank you that you have opened that door for us to know you, to come confidently into your presence. And Lord, we also thank you that here on this earth you've given us a mission, a mission of making disciples, a mission of making you known along with knowing you better ourselves. And so Lord, we we thank you and praise you for all these blessings, whether it's the blessing of knowing you, the blessing of, of, of looking forward to heaven when we are done with life on this earth, or the blessing of, of being able to, to make you known to those around us here in this world. And Lord, as we open the scripture and as we hear from some, from some very special guests today, we pray that you will be honored in what is shared and honored in our hearts and our response as well. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So for the last four weeks, we have been going through a series called Fruitful. And this Fruitful series is focused on John chapter 15, which is all about the, Jesus talking about this analogy of the vine and the branches. And we've seen through John 15, through this Fruitful series, that Jesus expects us to bear fruit. Fruit in terms of Christian character, fruit in terms of, of ministry effectiveness, effectiveness of helping more people grow as followers of Jesus. And so Jesus expects us to bear fruit. And he says, you know what? You will have power to bear fruit as you remain dependent on me. And then in the process as well, our, our Heavenly Father is pruning us to make us more fruitful. And today I just want to spend a few minutes looking at one verse in John chapter 15. Um, and then we're going to get to hear from, from our guests uh, from um, Turkey. And let me just read John 15 verse 16. Jesus said, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide. So Jesus says that we should go and bear fruit. Now, biblically, as I said, there are two main categories of fruit that God wants to bear in us and through us. And one is the Christian character. And the second one is that ministry effectiveness that, that, that God would work through us to help other people grow as followers of Jesus. And when Jesus says that he appointed us to go and bear fruit, he's talking about that second type of fruit. The fruit of helping others to grow as followers of Jesus. And this theme of, of go is a big theme throughout the New Testament. And one of the things that shows us is that as a church, our focus should not merely be on what's going on in here. Whether it's in the church builder or within the church family, we are to have an external focus on what Jesus wants to do through us in the surrounding world. And with this theme of go, I think, for instance, of what's called the Great Commission. Matthew chapter 28, Jesus said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And behold, I'm with you always to the very end of the age. And so Jesus promises to, to send his presence with us as we go out. He says, you know what? You have my authority as well. And he says, go and make disciples of all nations. So this idea of reaching beyond our immediate spheres of influence, reaching beyond the walls of the church, and this external focus should influence what we do in ministry, even on a week-by-week basis. It, this, this external focus should, should cause us with, with specific ministries and activities and relationships to reach out to those who don't yet know Christ 
I think about our Adoption Connection ministry each June, or I think about what the men's ministry is doing this week in, in honor of our first responders here in the community. These are outreach type of events to reach people with the gospel who don't yet know Christ. But I also think about how we have a responsibility in, in all of our ministries, all of the things that we do, that if there's something that's hindering our ability to reach those who don't yet know Christ, we need to, to, to prune that, to, to reshape that. That's even part of the motivation behind the building project we have coming up. This external focus is also why I'm, I'm so excited about what is happening on Wednesday nights here at the church. We have our Ignite Children's Ministry, we have youth group, um, and each week we have over 50, sometimes nearly 60 um, people from, from 4K all the way up through 12th grade here on Wednesday nights to learn about Jesus. And a major portion of them don't have a church background or they don't know Jesus yet. I think about a youth group, the 5th through 12th graders. Those who gather here on Wednesday nights, I would guess that they, at least half of them don't yet know Jesus. So it's a mission field even coming right into the walls of the church. And we have a responsibility to help point them to Jesus. Now, remember Jesus said, go make disciples of all nations. It's this call to go, this external focus is to be, reach beyond our immediate community. You reach even around the world. And that's one of the reasons why we as a church give 12% of all of our income to missions partnerships in other parts of the country, in other parts of the world, reaching beyond what we personally can reach on a regular basis to help more and more people know Jesus. Now, Jesus said in, in verse 16, I appointed you that you will, will go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide, or, or that's talking about your fruit will last, lasting fruit. And so this is talking about, in terms of ministry fruit, it's helping introduce people to Jesus. But we aren't just looking to make converts. Jesus didn't say, well, go and make converts. He said, go and make disciples. And that's why later in the Great Commission, he said, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And so the call is to, to help people not just come to know Jesus, even though that's a part of it, but really grow them as followers of Jesus. And that's one of the things I'm really excited about this morning, being able to hear from our, our guests. We have two representatives of two different families here, both of whom we support through our missions budget uh, here at the church. One is Brian Phipps. He's been a missionary in, in Turkey for many, many years, uh, and we've partnered with him for many, many years through our missions budget here at the church. And the others are, it's my first time meeting them just this morning, but we've been partnering with their ministry for a couple of years, or a few years as well. Um, I'm going to butcher their names, the pronunciation, uh, but Muammer and Norgal Karakaya, Brian will do better um, at that. Uh, but we're going to have an opportunity this morning to hear from them of what God is doing over in Turkey. And I'm going to let them tell their story. Okay. And so this is a part of the idea of, of going and helping other people um, really come to know Jesus and grow as followers of Jesus. So we're just going to turn it over to them. And let them share the story of, of, of what's been going on in their lives and in their ministry. So thank you all for being here this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Şey mikrofonu alabilirsiniz. Tamam. Önce ben şey paylaşayım. Well, uh, this is a, actually a very exciting uh, morning for me because some of you will realize that this church supported my wife and I from the very beginning. We went to Turkey in 1995. And we went to an, a completely unreached city. Once we learned the language, we went to the city of Kayseri. 
completely unreached city, a city of 75, uh, 750,000 people. The next nearest Bible study was five hours away. Went to a completely unreached place, and uh, the Lord blessed. People came to faith, uh, two of those being Moammer and Nurgul. And uh, we sent them off to Bible school. They graduated from Bible school and came back, got jobs, and then began to lead the church. And here it is, 23 years later, we're able to bring them with us to introduce them to you, and they're telling their story. So it's amazing. You know, God is keeping his word, and the nations are coming to faith, and he's bringing them to the obedience of the gospel. And this is an example of that. So uh, my wife's back in America, in Turkey. You know, this is a very short trip of 12, 12 days. It's expensive anyway, so she sends her greetings, but she was happy to send me alone so she didn't have to endure the jet lag <laughs> that these poor guys are going through. They're experiencing jet lag for the first time, but I'm sure they'll do good this morning. So let me uh, give them the word then. Tamam. Uh, hello. Öncelikle hepinize teşekkür ediyorum. First of all, uh, I want to thank all of you. Ben e, Muammer Karakaya. My name is Muammer Karakaya. Ben Nurgül Karakaya. And I'm Nurgül. E, bizim üç çocuk sahibiyiz. We have three children. E, biri 23 yaşında. One is 23 years old. He's a university student. E, i̇kizler var. We have twins. Uh, one boy, one girl. Onlar da lise son sınıfta. They're seniors in high school. And my children love to serve the Lord, especially all three of them are involved in worship teams. I thank you, and why do I thank you? Because because uh, without you know you didn't know us uh, you never met us and yet for years you've been praying for us. The fact that you would pray for us faithfully, not knowing us, I say this very sincerely, it just, it just fills up our, it just fills us with encouragement and makes us uh, bold in our ministry. He was saying that, you know, while we're out ministering, to know that there are people behind us praying for us and uh, supporting us and asking for the Lord to give us strength is a, just a world, it means a world to them. And I want to, uh, in the name of my, both my family and the church, the church that's forming in Kaiseri, I want to, uh, for them I want to send thanks as well. Şimdi pastor vaaz ederken Tanrı'nın gidin bütün uluslara duyurun dediğini söyledi, hatırlattı bize. Now, now the pastor reminded us from Matthew 28 that Jesus said go and make disciples of all the nations. Ve dünya üzerinde birçok kardeşimiz var ki yani bu Rabbin sözüne itaat ederek kendi yurtlarını terk edip çocuklara anlattığı gibi dünyanın diğer taraflarına giden kardeşlerimiz var. Uh, it's amazing that we have uh, brothers who are willing to leave their families and go to far off places around the globe to uh, take the gospel and the good news of Jesus to uh, unreached peoples. Of course, the, the, uh, the goal here isn't to be travelers and to see new places and, and have an adventure. The reason they're going, instead of just for travel, they're going because Jesus, in his last command, told us to go. He, he said, go and preach. This is good news. 
sevindirici haber getirdim size. Artık kimseye mahkumiyet yok sözünü. Jesus said, I have, I have news to make you rejoice. You, people are no longer stuck in the condemnation of their sins. This is good news. Uh, one of those who left his family uh, and, and kind of did what I'm describing is Brian Phipps. Uh, when I met with Brian, he actually you know, preached the gospel to us. Bizler o güne kadar e, yani Tanrı'yı tanıdığımızı zannediyorduk. E, up till the time we met Brian, uh, we thought we knew who God was. Ve tanıdığımız Tanrı'yı kafamda bir türlü oturtamıyordum. And the God that I thought I knew uh, didn't, frankly, I, I thought it, I just it was disagreeable to me. The God that I thought existed in. Very frequently we ask ourselves, who is this God and, and the things that he... So kind of an accusatory attitude about God. I saw a God who created the world just to, just to judge it and just to um, yeah, bring condemnation on it. And we were, I was accusative of God, yani ki, judgmental of Him. That's the way I thought all the way until I met somebody who came with the message of Jesus, who was following this command to take the gospel to the nations and introduce me to a new God, a very different God from the word from His Word than the God that I thought existed. The very first time uh, I got a, a copy of the New Testament, I, I remember reading it within three days. The entire and I said, this God that I'm reading and discovering in the New Testament is very different than the God that I thought that I knew. This God dies for my sins. Uh, this God loves uh, people who can be defiled and, and ugly in their own sins. And this God, the same God, spoke to my heart. All the, this God spoke to my heart, and all the things that I thought about knew, that I thought I knew about Him, He turned on its head. My thoughts, He turned my thoughts on their head. There are years I had this animosity towards God and this just in disinterest in Him, and that was all over a very short period of time turned on its head and head, and I began to have this interest in the living God. And this was of great value to me. Because I found this news that I was discovering so valuable, because it was so valuable to me, the first thing that I wanted to do was take it to my home. Çünkü insanlar bir zenginlik bulduğu zaman, değerli bir şey bulduğu zaman ilk yapması gereken şey because, onu ailesiyle paylaşmak. Because if somebody finds something that's of value, that's cherished, that is of of worth, the first thing they, they, they would do is they would take it to their own home. Zaman bu sözü, yani Rabbin zaman, 
bizim evin içerisinde olmayan şeyler olmaya başladı. And as I took this good news of that I was discovering in the New Testament to my home, brand new things started happening in my home. Ya önce esenlik nedir bilmezdik. At first I never knew what peace meant. Eşimle sık sık tartışırdık. Uh, we, I would frequently fight with my wife. Yani ev, işten eve çok geç gelirdim. Uh, I would go home very late at night. Ya eşim from çocuk, work, from work. Bütün çocukları yalnız başına büyütmek zorundaydı. Uh, my wife had to raise the children by herself because I neglected my family. Ya bazen dışarıda arkadaşlarla buluşur, barda içerdik. Saat 11-12'de eve gelirdim ve çocuklar uyumuş olurdu. I would meet with my friends, we'd go to the bars and maybe I'd come home at 11-12 at night and so uh, my children would be sleeping by the time I got home. Yani bizim orada bir deyim var, kulağından tutmak diye. Uh, we have a saying in Turkey uh, to hold on from the ears. Yani Rab benim kulağımdan tuttu, beni adam etti. Uh, the Lord grabbed me by the ears and turned me into a man, ya. a real man. Ve hamdolsun o Rab be boşluyuz biz şu anki evliliğimizi yani. Uh, bir daha söyle. Rab be boşluyuz okay. şu anki evliliğimizi. Mm-hmm. Yeah and praise God we I am indebted to God to this day for the marriage that I have that I wouldn't have had. Ve ikinci olarak yaptığım şey Rab yani her işte Tanrı sözünde her okuyan kendine özgü bir takım ayetler bulur. Uh, and the second thing I did is, you know, anybody who reads the, the Bible finds verses that seem more special to them and cherished to them, unique, uniquely touches them. The pastor talked about taking the gospel to other nations this morning. But the word that the Lord had for me was, take this word to your own people. Ya ben Rabbin sözünü okuduktan sonra ve onu anlamaya başladım, hayatıma aldıktan sonra. After I read the Bible and understood it and began to apply it to my own life, uh, after that happened. Ya Rabbin sözünü gidip başka uluslarla paylaşmadım. I didn't go to other nations to tell other nations about this good news that I discovered. Yani bana çok uzağa gitmene gerek yoktu. I didn't need to have to go to far off places to find people that I'd never heard before. Yani sabah yine pastor dedi bir arka sokağa gidip birilerini davet edebilirsiniz. Like the pastor said you can go to some back street and find people and bring them to this church. Yani, that was similar to my situation. Yani bu, bu da gitmektir. Ben Rabbin sözünü Kayseri'de durdum. Kayseri'de kaldım. Ama Rabbin sözünü Kayseri'de paylaşmak beni hem mutlu ediyor hem de bana büyük bir onur veriyor. I was able to stay in, stay in my very own city, the city of Kayseri, and, and, and meet people right there and tell them people had never heard the gospel before, and this was giving me joy and happiness. Yani bunu yaparken yani bu söz bizim misyon ayetimiz oldu yani. While I was doing this, the, this verse became the the the, the mission a uh, mission statement for us. Ama tabii ki bunu yaparken yani her şey uh, istediğimiz gibi olmadığı zamanlar da oluyordu. Uh, because, uh, of course, as we're doing this, as we're taking the, the gospel to our very own people, uh, things don't always... Kusura bakma, nasıl beni ayakladı Things don't always go the way we expect. Sometimes there are hindrances to the gospel. Ya birincisi tabii ki Rabbin sözleri tek tek gerçek oluyordu. Diyordu ki sizi havra dış edecekler. Diyordu. You know so the words of uh, the Lord ring true. They come to pass. Uh, come to uh, come to pass. For example, Jesus warned they will they will um, kick you out of the synagogues. Yani ben Yahudi değildim. Havraya gitmiyordum. Of course, I'm not, I wasn't a Jew. I wasn't someone who went to synagogues. But 
Ama benim de dahil olduğum bir sosyal grup vardı. Uh, but I, there was a social group that I was in, included, I was involved yeah, in. Bir aile grubum vardı. I had a family group that I was involved in. Yani bir toplumda kendi yaptığımız işten dolayı belki bir saygınlığımız vardı. Uh, because of things I did in the community, maybe there was respect that I enjoyed. Yani aslında Rabbin sözünü aldıktan sonra bütün bunları yitirmekle başladık Rabbi yüceltmeye. Yitirmekle. Tabii. Okay. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anladım. For me, those were things actually that I lost. Uh, those those uh, circles of social uh, influence where I was comfortable for me to follow Christ meant I lost uh, I lost those uh, yani, social circles. Yani birçok arkadaşım şey söylüyordu. Yani diyordu ki sen artık Türk değilsin. Uh, many friends, as an insult, frankly, said to me, "You're not a Turk anymore." Yani sen artık Alman mı oldun? You, who knows? Yani you artık... become you're a German yani. now, you're an English yani. person now, but you're not Turkish. Turkish yani anymore. Mesih'e ait olmayı sanki kendi ırkından da çıkmış gibi. It was as if once you, uh, I belonged to Christ, I lost my own, um, you know, national identity. Çünkü o topraklarda because, yıllardır bunu öğretmişlerdi aslında. Because in that place, in that ground, in that land, that's what they teach to be Turkish, to be Muslim. Ama hayatımızda tabii Rabbin sözünü öğrenip işte bu top denizleri aşarak gelen kardeşler sayesinde büyümeye baş devam ettikten sonra. Uh, but you know as we uh, continue growing in the Lord and of course that this church was a part of our growing in the Lord by sending people to to disciple us and as we grew in the Lord. Yani benim aslında hemen yapmak istemediğim birçok şey yapılmaya başlandı direkt direkt olarak. Uh, uh, Things that I didn't want to have happen uh, directly started happening. Yani insanlar Hristiyanlık hakkında sorular soruyordu. People started asking, for example, I wasn't planning on it. People started asking me about Christianity. Yani kimisi gerçekten ciddi anlamda soruyordu, kimisi dalga geçmek. Some people sincerely were asking about Christianity. Many others were mockingly asking about Christianity. Ve kilise ev topluluğumuz vardı. O zaman kaç kişiydik sen hatırlıyorsun? Sekiz kişi. And at that time we had a house church. We met in our living rooms. We had about maybe eight or ten people. Ve bir gün bana şöyle bir soruyla geldiler. And one day at the church in this home church they asked me this question. Yani siz aile olarak İncil okuluna gitmek ister misiniz? They asked, hey, would you as a family like to go to Bible school? Yani biz e, gitmek İncil okulu ne dedi nedir ne değil tam detaylarını bilmiyorduk. We didn't know what what uh, Bible school meant. So first we were like what is a Bible school? Once we found out what a Bible school was. Biz de, tamam dedik gidelim dedik. We say yeah let's go. Yani, we, we'd like to do that. Normalde 3 ay sonraya tarih verilmişti taşınacağımız şehir için Efes'e gitmek için. Okay and uh, three months later that was going to happen we were going to move to this Bible school and actually the Bible school is in biblical Ephesus. Evet. Ama ben e, üç aydan önce tam dünyanın başka bir ucuna gittim, Sibirya'ya gittim. Uh, but first of all, uh, for work, uh, I had to go to Siberia, Siberia. Yani yaklaşık benim yaşadığım şehre 13-14 bin kilometre uzaklıktaydı. Yeah, it was, that's a you know very very far away place from Turkey, Siberia. Yani uh, thousands o, of miles. O zaman e, birçok e, arkadaş kiliseden şey and a lot of people thought oh he's gone to Siberia he's going to work there he's going to make a lot of money uh, and he he'll never come back he'll never go to Bible school 
Yani yine bugün pastorun söylediği ayette olduğu gibi. Yani ben seçmemiştim. Rab beni seçmişti. But again, like the pastor shared this morning, I didn't choose Christ. Christ chose me. Ve çok kısa sürede Sibirya'dan dönüp İncil okuluna eşimle birlikte devam ettik. And so after a very short period of time, three months, I came back from Siberia after having worked a little bit to to take care of some debts and and make some money. And I got I got my family. We went to Bible school. Ve okulu tamamladıktan sonra 2005 yılında And after Bible school in the year 2005 Evet kilise cemaati aracılığıyla yani önderlerimiz aracılığıyla pastor olarak atandık uh, we had a, a kind of a dedication service where the church um, laid hands on me and um, commissioned me to become the, the first leader first pastor of this small fellowship yaklaşık 10 yılı aşkın süredir de bu hizmeti Rabbin yardımıyla devam ettirmeye çalışıyoruz and so here we are uh, 10 13 years later and we've continued by God's grace and his strength to lead this uh, flock in Kayseri yani yaklaş <coughs> diyelim ki bundan iman etmeden 3 yıl önce hatta 1 yıl önce biri bana deseydi ki sen işte kilisede insanlara Tanrı sözünü anlatacaksın gidip e, kendi çevrendeki insanlara İsa'dan bahsedeceksin deseler ben gülerdim sahsen hadi ne derdim. You know, a year a year before I was commissioned to be a pastor or you know uh, if someone had said to me you know this is kind of a typical thing if, had, if someone had said to me back then what I would be doing with my life later on I never would have believed you I never would believe you that I'd be leading a flock. Hadi oradan nereden çıkarttın böyle bir şeyi derdim. I would be like what are you crazy where are you pulling that out what hat are you pulling that out of? Yani ve bu gösteriyor ki aslında hiçbirimizin hayatı kendimizin kendimize ait değil Rabbin ellerinde. And this just shows that none of our, our lives are are are are are um are our own that don't belong to us. Our, our lives are in God's hands and he's going to do amazing things through all of us. Yani, unexpected things. Tabii bunlardan önce eşim bir rüya görmüştü yıllar önce. I want to uh, talk about actually years before this my wife actually had seen a dream. Yani o zaman belki eşim ilahiden önce kısaca belki anlatır size. Maybe I'll have my wife it'd be good for her to share her own testimony just before she sings in a little bit. Yani o zaman anlam veremiyorduk yani böyle bir rüyayı niye gördük diye. And but anyway so back to this dream we we didn't have any we couldn't give meaning to it like what does this mean this dream? Şimdi niye gördüğümüzü anlıyoruz çünkü Rabbin çağrısı olarak algılıyoruz. And now we kind of understand you know why the Lord had that as part of our story as part of Him calling us to. And I like to talk about our city for just shortly. Yaşadığımız şehir merkezi 1.4 milyon 400 bin nüfusa sahip. Our city is a city now. It's grown. It's one million four hundred people. Ve bütün şehirde sadece 50 kişilik bir imanlı grup var. And in this huge city, 1.4 million people. Our little church of 50 is the only. Fellowship yani This so our little group of 50 people in this city of 1.4 million people. That I think one of the things that makes them special, one of their unique characteristics as a church, is they loved to, they loved to share the gospel. Our church is small in number. Ama yüzdeye vurduğum zaman kilisemizin yüzde doksanı müjde paylaşıyor. But I would say if I had to put a number on it, ninety percent of our fellowship is actively 
aggressively trying to share the gospel with people. Yani daha bu sabah genç kardeşlerimiz mesaj attı. Uh, even just this morning one of our young guys uh, sent a text yeah. message. Biri Deniz. His name is Deniz. Uh, kardeşler dua edin okuldaki arkadaşlarımı kiliseye davet ettim bugün diye. He texted and he said uh, friends pray for me uh, some of my um, and by the way this guy just started just started university two weeks ago and he already has friends he said please pray I've got some friends and I'm bringing them to church there's another girl a girl her name is Ibuke so this girl another girl just another example she's you know schools opened up so they have fish they have fishing pools and she's invited people to church as, yeah, as a church we take this command that Jesus has given us to take the gospel to the nations we see that as our personal mission statement uh, for, for Christ we shouldn't just live our lives for ourselves my life is not uh, about me we shouldn't live for Christ just to satisfy ourselves and make ourselves happy. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, those who love me will fulfill my commandments, obey my commandments. We, we know Jesus' commandments here, don't we? Uh, first of all, we are to love one another. And after that, after loving one another, what does he say? Go and share the gospel with others. Because God's love and mercy is just so huge that it encompasses and includes the whole world. His love does. Uh, and for this very reason of taking the gospel to the nations, he entrusted his living word to the church. Uh, Jesus placed this, the word, the living word, into our arms. So what are we going to do with it? What should we do? Should we hide this word that he's given us? Should we put it on the shelf? Or, or should we rather take this word and in a crooked and perverse generation should we shine like lights? May the Lord give all of us a courage and boldness on this point. May he give us strength on this point. May he give us wisdom on this point. May he give us patience on this point. And more than anything else, may he give us a, a divine kind of love. His love. Uh, we love you. Uh, please continue to pray for us. We, Kayseri, again, is a city, a population of 1.4 million people. There's just 50 believers. Divide 50 into 1.4 million. How many people does that make for each believer to reach? Yeah, it's, imagine this huge responsibility just for one person to yani, see that the city's reached. Of course, the Lord's going to do this. 
Ama bunu yaparken de bizi kullanacak. But he's going to use us. He wants to use us to do this. Amin. Uh, amen. Teşekkür ederim. Thank you very much. So, Nurgül, şey, biraz zamanımız var. O şey tanıklığını paylaşsın. Okay. So we'll have Nurgül, Nurgül come up and uh, share her uh, testimony. Nurgül, uh, daha 10 dakikamız var. O zaman acele etme. Uh, tanıklığını paylaş. Herkese merhaba. Hello everybody. Ben 1969 yılında Ankara'da doğdum. I was born in Ankara in 1969. 25 yıl Ankara'da yaşadım, okudum. I lived and studied in Ankara for 25 years. Sonra Muammer'le evlendim, Kayseri'ye geldim. Then I married Muammer and I moved to Kayseri. Yani ben Kayseri Ankara'ya göre biraz daha nasıl desem? Çok kapalı bir şehir yani. You need to understand that uh, Kayseri is very very different from Ankara. Ankara is the capital city. It's much more um, just uh, religiously there's freedom, but Kayseri is a very uh, notoriously re- Islamically religious city. Yani ben uh, arkadaşlarım bana hep şunu derdi. My friends would would tell me this. Sen Kayseri'ye mi gideceksin şimdi? They would say you're going to Kayseri? Yani çünkü küçümsüyorlardı Kayseri'yi. Because they they despised and they belittled the city like Kayseri. Ama benim onlara verdiğim cevap sevince her yer güzel. And I gave them this answer. I said everywhere can be a, a, a beautiful place. Ha ben sevdim. Ha şey Muammer'i sevdiği için diyor. Evet. Oh, oh I love I didn't understand that. Okay. Uh, I love Muammer so I'm going there. Sorry. I I mistranslated something very important, right? It was her love that sent her to Kayseri for Muammer. Sonra biz onun ailesiyle beraber yaşamaya başladık. Then we started living with Muammer's family. Ama çok farklı bir ortamdı yani but benim was, için. For me that was a just very different and difficult situation. Her şey onların elinde, hep onlar yönetmeye çalışıyorlar. They were trying ailesi. to impose their will on every single detail of my life. Yani benim kalkış saatim, yatış saatim, her şey onların They were telling me when to wake up, when to wake up, when to go to bed, everything. Ve Muammer biz evlendikten bir yıl sonra ilk çocuğum doğmuştu. O üç buçuk aylıkken askere gittim. And uh, siz evlendikten iki yıl sonra ama. Yani biz evlendik, Hasretcan doğdu. Bir seneyi geçti biraz okay. yani. Uh, I moved there. Um, uh, we had a baby, and three months after the baby was born, Muammer went to um, this compulsory military service where he would be gone for more than a year. Ben çok mutsuzdum. I was very unhappy. Yani sürekli ağlıyordum. I was always crying. Ve e, bir gün rüyamda İsa Mesih'i gördüm. And one night uh, in a dream I saw the Lord Jesus. Ben daha önce İsa'yı hiç bilmiyordum. Uh, before I, I didn't know who Jesus was. Sadece siyah uzun saçlar var ve beyaz bir kıyafet var üzerinde. I knew that he was somebody with black hair and a white robe. Sadece ben okurken onun çarmıhtaki resimlerini görürdüm. And of course some from time to time I, in my reading I, I knew that he had been um, executed on a cross. Ve kendi kendime şu soruyu sorardım. Acaba ona neden öyle bir ceza verdiler? Çok büyük bir suç işlemiş olması And gerek. I came to this conclusion. He must have done something really bad that they uh, executed him on a cross. I don't know what he's done, but he, it must have been very bad. Sadece bu kadar biliyordum, başka bir şey bilmiyordum. That's all I knew. I didn't know anything about, else about Jesus. Ve o rüyayı gördüğümde onunla düz bir yolda yürüdük. And uh, in my dream I was walking on a straight road with him. Bana gel sana çarmıha gerildiğim yeri göstereyim dedim. He said to me, "Let me show you the place where I was crucified. Let me show the hill that I was crucified on." Ben aslında gördüğüm kişinin iyi birisi olduğunu biliyordum. And from that dream, I kind of sensed actually he wasn't a bad guy that deserved his punishment, but somehow some, he, he was good. He was a good person. Kötü biri değildi yani. Not a bad person. 
Ve o rüyayı gördükten dört yıl sonra ben İncil okumaya başladım. And uh, four years after I saw that dream, I started reading the New Testament with my husband. Ve tabii bu arada biz, benim hayatımda bayağı güzel değişiklikler olmaya başlamıştı. And uh, along with that, my life started to change in positive, good ways. Biz evimiz ayrılmıştım. We left, we left the living with the in-laws. Muammer bana daha çok değer veriyordum. Muammer started giving me value. Ve ben İncil okudum. İncil'de and, o ayeti gördüm. And, and, and I read uh, the very thing that was happening in my life I saw as a verse in the word of God. Matta 19. bölümde diyordu ki. Matthew 19 says this. Erkek anneyi babayı bırakıp eşine bağlanır. A man will leave his mother and father and cling to his wife and they will become one flesh. İkisi bir bedendir. They will be one flesh, one unit. Ve ben bu ayet okuttan sonra Muammer'in neden değiştiğini daha iyi öğrendim. And I saw this was a verse that Muammer was applying to his very life and why we were changing. Sonra İncil'i istekli bir şekilde okumaya devam ettim. İncil'i istekli bir şekilde. Oh, okay. So then just from that I had even a greater desire to read the New Testament. Ve kendimin günahlı olduğumu öğrendim. And I learned that I'm a sinner. Ve İsa Mesih'in o çarmıhtaki resminde onu neden öyle yaptıklarını daha iyi anladım. And I started realizing actually why Jesus died on the cross. O günahsızdı ama benim günahım için kendini feda etmişti. He wasn't a guilty person that needed to be executed. Actually he was an innocent person that was taking my punishment on the cross. Ve şimdi ben Tanrı'ya şükrediyorum Kayseri'ye geldiğim için. Muammer'in ailesiyle yaşadığım için gerçekten şükrediyorum. And now, now, I, now my heart has totally been changed. I'm thankful that I live in Kayseri. I'm thankful to have Muammer's in-laws uh, in my life. Bu sayede İsa'yı tanıdım. This is because of what Jesus has done. Kilisede ben ikiz çocuklarımız hizmet ediyorlar. In the church are two twins. They serve in the church. Büyük oğlum Adana'da başka bir şehirde okuyor. My our older son is in a different city studying university. Orada tapınma yapıyor. And he's a worship leader there. İkizler Kayseri'de kilisede tapınma yapıyor. And the, the twins are on the worship team in Kayseri. Ve ikizler çok iyi bir müjdeci. And the twins are flaming evangelists. Çünkü okulda herkesle müjdeyi paylaşıyorlar. Because in, in their high school they share the gospel with everybody. Kesinlikle korkmuyorlar çünkü onlar korkmuyorlar çünkü İsa kötü bir şey yapmadı. They're not afraid because Jesus isn't guilty of anything and so they're boldly sharing what the, his love. İsa'dan utanmıyorlar ve onu istekli zevkli bir şekilde duyuruyorlar. Ve okuldan arkadaşlarının birisi iman etmek üzere. Öğretmenleri doğuş bayramlarında ailesiyle birlikte kiliseye geliyor. They've had teachers that they've invited and then have come to Christmas events and Easter events. Ben kadınlarla ilgili dersler yapıyorum kadınlara yönelik. Uh, I'm doing uh, Bible studies with uh, ladies. We have ladies Bible studies. Kadın toplantısı yapıyoruz. We do ladies meetings. Böyle. Yeah. Hepiniz so... Rab bereketlesin. <laughs> May the Lord bless all of you. Okay. So thank you so much. Maybe can we give my hand. That's great. So. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, we're going to have Adam come up and uh, Nurig is going to sing a worship song for you all. I'll, I'll translate what she said, but you need to understand she came from this pitiful house with a leaky roof. 
poor person crushed by sin, and now she's singing in front of like hundreds of people for the first time in her life. <laughs> it's like the Lord has changed this girl. So she's nervous. Yesterday she feels like she didn't do a good job. So she's, you know, she's like, I hope I do a good job this time, but I'm sure she will. As long as you smile while she sings, she will do well. Okay. <laughs> Göklerde ki babamız kutsal olsun senin adın krallığın gelsin senin gökte Uh, thank you all so much for being here. Geldiğiniz için çok teşekkür ederiz. Thank you for having us. It's been such a treat to hear just what God's done in your lives. Tanrının hayatınızda yaptığını duymak gerçekten onu öğrenmek büyük bir ayrıcalık bizim için. Çok bereket aldık. May the Lord be lifted up and exalted. After the service, uh, these three will be out in Fellowship Hall if you'd like to continue to, to talk with them. Um, I mean, again, what a blessing this is. Let's, let's lift them up in prayer before we sing our closing song. So, Lord, we thank you for, uh, for Brian and Dana and their faithful ministry in Turkey for some 23 years. Lord, we thank you for the fruit that you've borne through their ministry through these years. And Muammer and Nurgle are, are just an example of, of your work to transform lives. Lord, we pray for your blessing on their church in Kayseri. 
uh, that you will continue to bear fruit in and through them, that they will be, each of those individuals in that church will be growing in their love for Jesus, and that they will continue to be passionate evangelists, passionate missionaries in their own culture, uh, that you will bear much fruit in their lives. Thank you for the blessing of their three children who love you. Lord, I just pray that you will continue to bless these two families represented here this morning and continue to spread your gospel um, throughout Turkey and around the world. We thank you, Lord, that your gospel is growing and bearing fruit throughout the whole world. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. For example, I want to give you a simple example of, a, of something my wife does to reach uh, people for the Lord. Nurgu became a member of the swimming club, swimming pool. So in Turkey, of course, women get together and they're visiting and they just ask three classic questions. And the third question is, what does your husband do for a living? Of course, while we're, while we're swimming, the, you know, people are chatting and visiting. And of course, of course, as the conversation goes on, people ask what my husband does for a living. And I say he serves in a church. And they're like, what? There's only one church in all of Kayseri, so it's just this is shocking and unusual. Nasıl biz anlamadık diyorlar. And they're like, what? Maybe I didn't hear you right. Say that again. Ben ondan anlayabilmesin camideki imam gibi. And I, so I say, you know, like uh, um, an imam in a mosque. Yani öğretiyor. Uh, teaches the people. O zaman tabii ki müjdeyi bir şekilde onlara doyurmuş olabiliyorum yani. And so in that way doors are opened up for me to be able to share the gospel. Sonra bizim arkadaşlığımız ilerliyor ve Tanrı sözünden onları açabiliyorum. And then of course as our friendships develop we can even have more careful times opening up God's word. Benim köpeğim var. I, got, I have a dog. Tanrı onu da kullanıyor. The Lord uses my dog. Aslında ben eve kesinlikle köpek alabilecek bir I'm the kind of person I'm so clean I would normally never have a dog in my home. But the Lord gave me such amazing peace about this. I have, two, I have twins. For years they wanted to have a dog. I said no way there's no dog coming in this house. Sonra benim aslında bir titizlik sorunum var. Then I realized I had a kind of a uh, too much of like um, making cleanliness an idol in my life. Yani benim evime misafir geldiği zaman her yeri silerim gittikten sonra. Uh, for example, after a guest would leave my home, I would wipe off everything that they could have possibly touched. Benim kızım bana anne biz bu duruma bir son vermemiz gerekiyor. My biz, daughter said to me, Mom, we need to bring this to an end. Mesela eve köpek almakla başlayalım. For example, let's get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> sonra ben ikna oldum. Hmm? İkna oldum. So I became convinced. Ve bir köpek aldık. And we got a dog. Çünkü Tanrı'nın bununla ilgili bir planı vardı kesinlikle. Because I just felt like the Lord had a plan for this dog. Ben e, bizim köpeğin ismi Ponçik. Our, our, our dog's name is Ponçik. Ve biz onu yavruyken almıştık. We got him when we was a puppy. E, daha sonra biz onu dışarı çıkarıyorduk tuvalet için. So for going to the bathroom we started of course taking him outside. 
Bu zamanla tabii ki bizim köpek büyüdü. Her zaman dışarı çıkardık. So and of course our, our puppy grew up and we were taking him outside all the time. Ve insanlarla biz köpeği olan insanlarla tanıştık. And we started meeting other people who who were dog owners and we started walking together. Ve yürüyüş yolunda biz hep yürüyüş yaparken köpeğimizle beraber our onlarla dog, Our dogs were together and dog owners were together. Ve onlarla bizim ilişkilerimiz zamanla ilerledi. And with time our relationship became good with these people. Sadece bir tanesini anlatayım. Ee, bir üniversite üniversitede bir öğretim üyesiyle tanıştım. Uh, I met a, a professor, a, a lady professor from the university. Onun köpeği var Sheila. She had a dog, her name was Sheila. Ve biz onu evimize davet ettik ailesiyle. We got to know them so well that we invited them to our homes. Ve bizim eve onlar geldiğinde Tanrı sözünden onlara paylaştık. And of course once they came to our home we were able to share the word of God with them. Yani demek istediğim Tanrı gerçekten bizim hayatımızla ilgili planları oluyor Ponçik mesela. So I want to say the Lord always have plans for our lives even for example our dog Ponçik. Bu sayede bir sürü müjde duyurabiliyoruz. And the Lord gives us opportunities all the time to share the gospel. Aslında Tanrı sadece bizi kullanıyor. Kendi işini kendi yapıyor. Yeah. The Lord has plans and he uses us to to bring his plans to pass. Benim komşularım Arkadaş çevrem herkes bana şunu söyledi ponçiyi aldıktan sonra sen nasıl köpek alabildin? Çünkü önceden beni tanıdıklar için. Ama şimdi ponçiyi çok seviyorum ben. Now I love Ponchi. I love my dog. İkizler ikizler bize bırakıp gidiyor hep biz onunla ilgileniyoruz. So now our twins are leaving us they're going to go to college and we're left with the dog by ourselves. Ve bizim Gerçekten Ponçik aileden biri. Yani köpek değil benim gözümde. Aileden biri. <gülüyor> He's become a member of the family. Şimdi nasıl iman ettiğini anlatırsın. Ben e, iman, e, nasıl et, iman ettiğimi biraz açıklayayım. Let me share with you how I came to faith in Christ. Ben Ankara'da doğdum. I was born in Ankara. 25 yıl Ankara'da yaşadım. I lived for, in Ankara for 25 years. Orada eğitim hayatımı orada tamamladım. Uh, that's where I got my, my education. Sonra evlenip Kayseri'ye geldim. Uh, then I married and moved to Kayseri. Kayseri ile Ankara arasında gerçekten çok fark var. a huge difference between the capital city Ankara and this religious city Kayseri. Yani Ankara tabii ki Müslüman şehir ama Kayseri daha o konuda daha tutucu bir şehir. Kayseri is notorious even among Turks for being a religious Islamically religious city. Biz Muammer'in ailesiyle yaşamaya başladık. We started living with Muammer's parents. Yani o zaman kaynana kayınvalide olunca sanki ben bir kişiyle değil de üç kişiyle evlenmiştim. So I felt like I was married not to one person, married to three people. Çünkü her şey yönetiliyorsun. Because they were trying to administrate every part of my life. Ve çocuğum olduktan sonra sorunlar daha büyüdü. And after the baby was our first baby was born, the problems even got worse. Çünkü çocuğum ben büyütemiyordum. Onlar yani her şeye onlar karışıyordu. I, I couldn't raise this child like I wanted to. I had to, they were kind of sticking in their nose in our business, and I had to raise my child like they wanted this child to be raised. Daha sonra daha kötü bir şey oldu. And then something thing got even worse. Muammer askere gitti. Muammer went off to his um, obligatory military service. Ben aslında o şehre Muammer'i sevdiğim için gitmiştim. I had gone to that city because I loved Muammer. Ama o gidince yani nasıl anlatayım? O duygularım çok kötüydü gerçekten. But after he left for military service, I, I just felt terrible. Çok mutsuz oldum. I was very unhappy. Yani her gün ağlıyordum. I cried every day. Ve dört aylık bir bebeğim vardı. I had a four-month-old baby. Hatta onun ilk askere gittiği ilk gün ben odama girip kapıyı kilitleyip ben hiç bu odadan çıkmasam In fact when Muammer went off to do his military service I went into my room and I had no intention to come back out until he came back. 
Muammer'in askerlik süresi dolunca gelince çıksam. I said I'm not going to come out of this room until he he returns. Yani o kadar saçma sapan şeyler düşünüyordum. That's how just uh, how I just kind of fallen into depression. Gerçekten çok mutsuzdum. I was really unhappy. Daha sonra Muammer askerden geldi. Muammer came back from his military service. Fark etmez. Sıman biraz kısıttı. Okay, anlat, anlat. Şey, ben ona bir şey sordum, bir şey söylemedi de zaman az kaldı. Şey, she said, she said, she whispered to me, should I, should I tell him that I had a dream or not? Do we have time? Evet diyorlar. Ben gerçekten çok mutsuzken. I was while I was really unhappy. Bir rüya gördüm. I saw a dream. Rüyamda Mesih'i gördüm. And in my dream, I saw Jesus. Onunla düz yolda yürüdüm. We were walking on a straight path. Uzun siyah saçları vardı, beyaz bir kıyafet vardı. He had long black hair and he was wearing a white robe. Ben Mesih'i bilmiyordum. I, I had, I, up until this point in my life, I had no clue who Jesus was. Sadece eğitim hayatımda onun bir resimlerini görürdüm, çarmı resimlerim. During my education, you know, high school days, I had seen pictures of him on the cross. Ve şunu düşünürdüm. And I thought this. Ben o ona neden öyle yaptılar, neden öyle çarmıha geldiler? Acaba çok ağır bir suç mu işledi? I, th- I thought, why did they uh, execute him on a cross? He, he must have done something really bad to deserve to be executed. Sadece onu düşünürdüm ve bilmiyordum yani. I didn't Tanımadım. know anything else besides that, that he, but to come to that conclusion that he must have done something really bad to deserve such a punishment from the government. Ama Tanrı bana rüya aracılığıyla kendini tanıtmıştı. But through that dream, God started introducing me to his true character. O rüyayı gördükten sonra eşim askerden geldi ve bizim hayatımızda her şey daha iyiye gitmeye başladı. My, son, my husband came back from military service and actually our lives started changing positively. Çünkü biz ayrılmıştık kaynanadan kaynabadan. Because we moved out of the mother-in-law's in-law's home. Ve Muammer gerçekten çok değişmişti. And Muammer really started changing. Daha sonra biz ben İncil okumaya başladım. Muammer bana İncil vermişti. Muammer gave me a New Testament and I started reading the New Testament. Ve o ayeti gördüm. And I discovered a verse. Matta 19. bölüm. Matthew verse chapter 19. Rab diyordu ki erkek anneyi babayı bırakıp eşine bağlanacak. The Lord says in Matthew 19, a man should leave his mother and father and unite his wife and become one flesh. Muammer'in neden değiştiğini tabi daha iyi anladım ben. Now is discovering the verse that was behind what Muammer was doing. In Son, leading us away from uh, living with in-laws. So after that, I had even more passion to read the New Testament. Ve ben orada and it was through that reading that I discovered that I was a sinner. And I began to understand why Jesus was crucified on the cross. He was sacrificing himself for me. Sonra biz Brian'la tanıştık. Brian. Onlar bizi evine davet etti. They invited us to uh, their house. Ve ben ikizlere hamileydim. And I was t- uh, pregnant with twins. Ve ikizler 95 kilo olmuştu böyle. And I was I was like this. Yani gerçekten çok ağır bir yani hamilelik. They were very healthy fat babies. Doğum doğum yakında. And, and the birth was soon. Ve ben çok korkuyordum. And I was very afraid. Biz o gün orada İsa'nın Yaşamı adlı bir film seyrettik. And at Brian and Damon's, Dana's house we watched the Jesus film. Geç saate kadar oturduk orada. Uh, we, we sat there with him for, until late hours. Sonra Brian benim için dua etti. And then Brian prayed for me. Ve e, aslında ben oturduğum mahallede insanlar ben rutin kontrol için doktora gittiğimde hep bebekler yapışık mı? You know, uh, people in my neighborhood, they would, after I'd come back from um, 
a, a doctor visit, they would be negative. Like, oh, are the babies stuck to each other? Are they dead? They were just always negative. But here's someone who's not a Turkey, came from the other side of the world, and he uh, prayed. Instead of having these negative ideas and thoughts, he prayed for me. And at the end of his prayer, he said, I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. And after that night, I started praying myself for things in the name of Jesus Christ. And, and, and unbelievably, the, the prayers that I prayed in Jesus' name for my, the birth of my twins, uh, like it came about exactly as I had prayed for. Ben normal doğum olsun. I prayed that I would be a normal birth and not cesarean. Odaya I prayed that they would be brought to me right away, right after the birth. I was praying that they would treat me nice by saying, oh, these are twins, you know, and they, that because they're twins, they would treat me nice. Ve o gün and I prayed that I would be able to leave that night and go home. Tanrı, the Lord answered every hepsini one of those prayers. All of it was answered. O yüzden Tanrı'ya şükür ediyorum ve ben dua etmeye devam ettim İsa Mesih'in ismiyle. And I, so I praised God and I started uh, living a life of praying in Jesus' name. Sen kapanış bir şey söylemek ister misin? Yani söylemek istediğim şey bu. Last of all I'd like to say this. Yani Tanrı'nın adının yüceltilmesi için işbirliğine devam edelim. Uh, for, the, for the sake of Jesus' name being glorified, let's continue to uh, continue in partnership. And, and let's pray for each other. I, I remembered something I want to share. Our, our twins are now 18 years old. They're very good evangelists. They, they boldly preach God's word. For example, one of their friends right now is just about to come, about to come to faith. And they bring their teachers to our church services from time to time, high school teachers. I praise the Lord for that. Okay. So Adam is going to come up and play guitar for um, Nurgul. And uh, Nurgul wants to share a, a worship song, uh, a very common worship song that we all very much love to sing in Turkey. Okay. She's going to get her words. She would appreciate you smiling for her. I can tell you that. You need to know that they were crushed in spirit and very poor people had lost their way. Sheep, sheep without a shepherd. And, uh, you know, to, to, for her to sing in front of you today just is an is a, um, allegory of, you know, what's going on in her life. The confidence that she has. Uh, this, the Lord has completely changed her. And her and her husband. Okay. 